Hey, Moving Forward listeners, just a quick note about episode 100. If you're listening to it for the first time, we're revisiting it. Originally, there were 10 featured returning guests, including the guest for episode 74. Unfortunately, that guest had a particular situation arise, one that had nothing to do with the podcast. But because of that situation, he asked that I temporarily pull down episode 74 and his portion of episode 100. I'm hoping to have both back up at some point, but in the meantime, I just wanted to give you a quick heads up. And without further ado, I hope you enjoy episode 100. What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. John Lim here and welcome. This is episode 100, 100. I cannot believe we're here. And I want to get right to it because we've got not just one, but 10 incredible guests. These are 10 individuals who I respect and admire, leaders in their field who have been on the show, who have had such a great impact. And we're going to cover five areas today that you can move forward in in 2017. Story, career, social media and content, networking, and mindset. And you're going to hear from two guests per topic. These are individuals who are the absolute top in this field. Individuals who have incredible knowledge bursts and experience, they're going to share with you today so you can move forward. So let's go ahead and we're going to get started right now. And we're kicking off Moving Forward's 100th episode celebration with one of my favorite guests, Jen Grisanti, who you may remember from episode 16. Jen is a former network executive mentored by the legendary Aaron Spelling. She is the founder of the Jen Grisanti Consultancy, where she works with both businesses and emerging scriptwriters on storytelling and building and finding and telling your story. She's really just one of the most incredible people that I have connected with through Moving Forward. So excited to have her today to talk about how you can move forward with story in 2017. Hey, Jen, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for our 100th episode. So excited to have you. And I, I, I'm really, really excited to hear about all the great stuff that you've done. So let's start off. So, Jen, since we last spoke, I mean, you were one of my early guests on Moving Forward, and we've gotten to know each other, and you've been a huge inspiration to me. So since we last had you on the show, tell us about what you've done and all the exciting things that you have planned for 2017. Well, first of all, congrats Aww. on number 100. That's Thank you. huge. And I'm so very proud of you. And it's wonderful to see you hit this pinnacle. So congrats on, on your success. Well, thank you. Thank you. And you it's an got... honor to have you on, Jen. I couldn't think thank of a better way to celebrate. So, Ah, you're so sweet, John. I appreciate it. Uh, so this year has been really incredible uh, for my business uh, and myself as far as personal speaking. Uh, I spoke, I did the Big Island Film Festival, the Toronto Screenwriting Festival, then I did a master class on teaching the pilot in Los Angeles and New York, and I did a master class and the London Screenwriting Festival in London. And then I did the ITV Fest in Vermont. That's so, awesome. 
And what do you have I'd planned say, for 17? So excited to ask you this now that we're, you. you know, because this is airing in January and, you know, it's a new year. So what do you have coming up? Well, it's interesting. In 2017, I would say the main focus is definitely to continue the speaking. One of the things that we're working on is a writer yoga retreat in Ooh. Nicaragua wow. in May. So I'm very excited about that. And then I'm also looking into streaming courses so that awesome. my courses that I'm teaching around the world can be available for anyone who's interested in learning from them at any point in time. So that's definitely a big thing that I am working on. And then uh, I'm also, oh, I did a template for Final Draft. So they have my How to Write a TV Pilot template in their system. So I'm very excited about that. And then, of course, Writers on the Verge at NBC, always uh, an incredible experience. And that goes on every year. And, uh, and oh, and I'm speaking in Spain in oh my July. gosh, Jen. Yeah. Do you have enough going on in 17, Jen? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that is fantastic. So Thank congratulations. You. Well, Thank for, you very much. I'm so excited to have you on to talk a little bit about story. As we're kicking off this year, can you share one important tip? I mean, something that you emphasize to your students that's really important when it comes to telling and selling your story in the most effective way. Yes. The most effective way to tell and s- sell your story is to understand the why. Mm. And I'm going to go into that. So for the artist, uh, it's understanding what is the why now that you are entering the story when you are, why are you the perfect writer to be telling this story? Why does your central character want what they want? And then for the entrepreneur in understanding the why, it is what is the why for selling the service that you're selling? Wow. What is the why of your customer? And why will your service give them what they want? That's awesome. And so it sounds like in 17, moving forward listeners, focus on the why, which is such an important question. Thank you so much for sharing that, Jen. You got it. My pleasure. And last question, how can our listeners who want to learn more about all of the great work that you're doing and want to connect with you and work with you, how can they do so? Uh, They can go to jengrisanti.com. Awesome. And we'll have that on the write-up. And moving forward, listeners, I invite you also to listen to my interview with Jen Grisanti, Moving Forward, Episode 16, to hear all about her extraordinary story. Jen, I want to thank you so much for being part of our 100th episode celebration. Oh, it is my pleasure, John. It's an honor. Thank you. And for all the support that you give all of us and the platform that you provide. I am very grateful. Thank you. All right, moving forward, listeners, I've got an exciting treat for you. We're going to continue with Doug Drexler from Moving Forward, episode 50.3. Doug is an Academy Award-winning makeup artist, two-time Emmy Award-winning visual effects artist, and he has accomplished so much. And I'm so thrilled, Doug, to have you as part of our 100th episode. Welcome back. Oh, my God, Doug Drexler is going to be here. When does he get here? (laughs) I don't know. You tell me. (laughs) 
Oh, it's me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, Doug, I, I am so happy to have you back on the show. I mean, your episode has had such an impact on so many listeners. I hear from so many people who have just been touched by your episode, moved and inspired. So I'm really thrilled to have you back on the show. Wow, that's wonderful to hear that. That's uh... Thank you. That's, Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Well, Doug, so I'm excited to ask you. I mean, it was a while back that we had you on for the 50th. So since you were last on the show, how have you moved forward? What have you been up to in 2016? And what do you have planned for 2017? Well, you know, in this business, you can't plan. Yeah. <laughs> Very true. It's just part of what's kind of uh, exciting about it. Yeah. Uh, so I never know what's about to happen. Uh, and like, like I said, I'm in Vancouver working on a on a show now, which oh, is a uh, thing for ABC Disney. Uh, I had no idea I was going to be here. You know, but, uh, <laughs> how did how did this come about? Y- you know, it, it it's 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 like spin the bottle. You know, you just never know yeah. uh, what's going to happen and who's going to call and how a job's going to come around. And like I said, that's that's part of what is exciting about it is that you just never know. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I, I've. Here I am, and if and Vancouver is a great town. I love Vancouver. Yeah, it, it's it's you know I'm I'm from New York City originally, and and uh, and I've been in L.A. for the last like you know 27 years or something like that, and 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 I am kind of a city boy, you know. Yeah. But but Vancouver is, uh, it's it it's kind of a junior city in a way. Uh, it's very beautiful and it's surrounded by mountains and nature and stuff like that. And, so is this your and, first time up at, in, in that area? No, I, I was up here about, I don't know, 12 years ago or something like that on the second season of Battlestar Galactic. I was here for almost a year. Oh, wow. Okay. You know, um, I, 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 you know, there's a certain point where you, it's exciting to go on location, but there's a certain point where. Uh, it, well, at least in, in my life, I, where I'm, I've become more of a homebody yeah. Than, uh, yeah. than I used to be. And, and, uh, and, and I, I miss being home and being with Dorothy and Beaky. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, so. well, that's great. Well, Doug, I mean, that, that leads perfectly into to my next question. Cause since you talked about, you know, having been in Vancouver during uh, your work on Battlestar Galactica, I mean, your work is so iconic. I mean, you have really created just such memorable impressions from your work on Star Trek, on Battlestar Galactica, from Dick Tracy. So I'm excited to ask you, if telling a story with an image were visual. And so many people are using social media to create visuals, but not necessarily tell a story. So what advice do you have on making sure that a visual that you put out there is telling a story? Well, I mean, often I, I, I'll do images uh, and they can still turn out good, but if they aren't intriguing, they are, they aren't suggesting a direction where it might go that allows the, the observer to become a part of the picture by looking at it uh. and being able to tell that it suggests a direction for where things are going and what the story might be. A picture has to be, um, interactive you know it can't just to just look at something and go oh that's a pretty picture but it doesn't suggest anything at all and i've seen plenty of stuff that doesn't right right (laughs) you know it has to deliver some kind of a message a tale a story it has to uh 
create questions when you look at it for it to be intriguing mm. so that it stays with an audience and that you think about it for a few days afterwards. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, if, if you don't accomplish that, uh, in, in my business, uh, the pictures is a failure. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a that really good sense. lesson. You know? Did any of this make sense? <laughs> Absolutely. No. And I think that's really important for moving forward listeners. When you're putting a visual out there, it has to tell a story and it also has to give a sense of where things are going and it has to involve the audience, the person looking at the picture. And I think that's really, really critical for storytelling. But I think Absolutely. that's really great. Thank you so much for sharing Absolutely. that, Doug. Well, Doug, how can our listeners make a connection with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing? Well, I mean, uh, I do have a Facebook page. Uh, I think you're at capacity, though, on your Facebook oh, page. Do you have, oh, a, fa- yeah. do you have a fan page? Well, you know, um, a fan page. No, you really, really need a, you need a fan page, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> now, if you if you can't friend somebody, can they not look at your page? I guess they I don't think, understand. I, th- I think it depends. I mean, I think you, most of your uh, artwork is viewable to the public, so I, we're we're definitely going to put a link to that on you, the uh, write up. You know what? I do have a uh, uh, an art station page. Okay. That it's it's just images, just yeah. stuff that, for instance, if I'm if I'm going for uh, if I'm possibly going to be on a job, it's something I could send to a producer or something for them to look at and oh, see wow. images that I've done in the past. And there's not just computer generated stuff, but you could even see uh, before computers came along, I, I was a you know my software was a pencil. <laughs> right, right. And, <laughs> you know? and, and I'm going to direct moving forward listeners. I mean, listen to episode fifty point three. I mean, Doug is self-taught. I mean, from sculpting, painting to computer and visual effects. I mean, this is something you've been doing your entire life. So we'll have a link to that on the uh, write-up for the 100th episode. But Doug, what is the the website for where our our listeners can look at those visuals? Well, I mean, if you go to uh, artstation.com, and you type in my name, it should come up, but I'll, I'll give you a link. That awesome. You can post and we'll well. put that in the write-up. Doug, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us today to celebrate our 100th episode and to share your insights with our listeners so they can move forward. Well, it's an honor to be here, John, and uh, anytime, anytime. I'm well, always... I would love to have you back, Doug. You were one of my favorite guests, and uh, like I said, your episode is still talked about by so many people. That's great. I love hearing that. Thank you. And we continue our 100th episode celebration with a guest that I absolutely enjoyed interviewing in Q4 of 2016, Isabella Clevelez Wu from episode 94. Isabella, you may recall, is an image and first impression management consultant. She's a Forbes under 30 contributor and just like an all around awesome person. How are you today, Isabella? I am fabulous. Thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here for your 100th episode. Congratulations. This is a milestone for you. Thank you. And I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate than to have you return. I absolutely loved our interview. And so I want to ask you, talk about, you know, how you moved forward in your business or career in 2016 and what you have planned for 2017. Well, in 2016, after speaking with you, I started drafting my memoir, and I said that's the direction I want to go in. Wow. I want to do something. Yeah. Um, it's not complete. Like I said, I just started drafting it. I have so much more living to do, but it feels like something that I need to do, something that's personally fulfilling, and I think will be inspirational to outliers like myself who are unsure of what they can achieve 
And I, I hope that it inspires them and motivates them to follow their passion and follow their heart. It's so funny. I remember reading um, an inspirational post on Instagram. I can't remember exactly what the phrase is right now, but I ended up reposting it. And I said that your passion, you don't claim your passion. Your passion claims you. Oh, I love it. It possesses you. Yeah. And it drives you. And if you don't listen to it, it just gets louder and louder until you can't ignore it. And uh, I feel that way about this project that I'm working on with oh, my memoir. that memora. is exciting. So exciting. <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing that with our Moving Forward listeners. Sure. Absolutely. So I'm excited to ask you because we talked about this on your episode. And, and one of the things that you shared, which I thought was so impactful, is how the first seven seconds, and in, if you're in New York or in a place like D.C., it can be less than that, can really make or break whether or not you make that connection. And, I, and, and the way you put it was just so, so poignant that sometimes doors will close before you even knew they were there. And so I'm excited to ask you, for 2017, share one key tip for making the most out of that first seven-second impression. Authenticity. Ah. I, I don't want people to think seven seconds and panic. Yeah. Just be aware of it. But yeah. don't start counting it in your head. Right. Because <laughs> then you'll waste the seven seconds. Right, exactly. You'll make no impression whatsoever. Um, so uh, just be aware of it. And like I said, authenticity. I like what Jessica Kupferman said. She's one of your colleagues. And she said, you can never be the next so-and-so. You can only be the first one of your kind. Mm-hmm. Own it. And yeah. I couldn't say it better myself. It's yeah. all about being the best version of you. So be that person, own who you are, own who your attributes are. Don't focus too much on what are they thinking of me? What are they thinking of me? Just be you and focus your energy on the other person and it will all work out very well. I I love it. And do you have any particular practices? I know for a lot of people, especially when they're meeting someone that they admire or look up to, or maybe uh, for a potential business uh, interaction or a new job interview, I mean, I mean, we all get in our heads sometimes, you know, and and we are thinking, oh, my gosh, this is the first impression. So what are some ways that you can really center yourself that can help you really bring out your best authentic self? Realize that they're human like you. They're fallible. They have foibles just like you. Yeah. And just like they're your – they're the celebrity of, of choice, the person you look up to. They have someone who they're starstruck by too. Yeah. So once you realize their humanity, it will help you calm down a little bit. And think too, if I let that grip me and make me freeze in a situation, you're not going to take anything away from it. You're not going to benefit from it. So the best way to do that is to calm your nerves, take stock of the situation, especially if you anticipate meeting them. If you run into them by surprise, it's a little bit harder, but take a moment, breathe and say, okay, what do I want to take away from this experience? And what impression do I want to leave? If you know you're going to meet them in advance and go with that, just breathe and enjoy the moment. And I think key word that you've pointed out twice, breathe. I think that is so important. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what happens when we get excited. Yes. (gasps) <laughs> yeah, exactly. And some people even start to hyperventilate. So moving forward, exactly. listeners, don't be afraid to take a moment to breathe. I think that is fantastic. And and I, I love that other uh, piece of advice is just remember that the person you're talking to, they also they're human. I mean, they they have times where they get excited, where they get nervous when meeting someone maybe they admire. So I love that. I love that. Just thinking of it in terms of a bigger picture. Oh, of course. Well, Isabella, how can our listeners connect and work with you and learn more about the great work that you have and all the great stuff you have coming up this year? 
All right. Well, great. Um, I do have a webinar that I'm working on. It's actually modeled after Lewis Howe's um, seven-step template I'm very excited about. And I'll be putting that out there in social media um, soon. If they want to get in contact with me, they can reach you on my website, www.wuandcleavillas.com. Uh, let's see on Instagram for my inspirational post. My Twitter handle is my first initial underscore Clevelis Wu last name. LinkedIn profile is a great way. I'm very responsive on LinkedIn. Yeah, you're yeah, you, just about you, <laughs> you are awesome on LinkedIn. I love the stuff that you share out, and we'll have all of those links on the write up as well as moving forward, listeners. If you want to learn more about Isabella's amazing story and all of the great things she did in 2016, check out episode 94. We'll have a link to it in the hundredth episode write up. So, Isabella, once again, I want to thank you for taking time out of your super busy schedule to join us today to celebrate 100 episodes and to share some great insights about making the most out of that first impression so that our listeners can move forward. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. All right. We're continuing our 100th episode celebration with Leonard Kim, who was on Moving Forward episode 77. He's a personal brand strategist, social media influencer, contributor to numerous publications, including Inc. and Fortune and so many others. And he's a managing partner at Influence Tree. How are you today, Leonard? Great. Every time I talk to John, my eyes just light up. It's like <laughs> it's like sprinkles fall from the sky. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the greatest moment ever. Oh, well, thank you, Leonard. I, I feel the same about you. So, you know, since we last spoke, I mean, tell our listeners what you've been up to. You know, what's been going on with you and with Influence Tree? And share a little bit of what you have planned for 2017. Oh, you know, I've just been up to the normal things, going out there, eating cheeseburgers, tacos, <laughs> getting burritos, you know, all the amazing things in life. Um, if you really want to know what's going on with the business, that business is just really getting a lot of traction right now. I think in 2017, we're going to be able to break the seven-figure mark, wow. which is going to be completely insane. Like yeah. customers are just coming to us left and right, and people are like, oh my God, what you have? That's exactly what I need. And I don't know. It doesn't even feel like sales anymore. What it feels more like is we're just qualifying people that's coming in, and go, they're all like, oh, build up my social media following, get me in publications. I want to be on the cover of XYZ magazine. And we're like, wait, 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 wait. Wow. You need a lot of money to do all this yeah <laughs> like okay um with your budget um this is a realistic expectation of what you'll be able to achieve and we're just you know taking people back and letting them know what to really expect as opposed to um what they really want to happen with based on their budgets and we've been working on that and it's been going pretty well so we're not really selling anything we're just setting expectations here yeah i know you you get so much traffic and you get so many people reaching out to you and it's it's so great i mean you, you've done incredible work you've put in so much legwork and it leads perfectly to my next question and you know we're really covering a lot of uh branding and strategy and for our listeners, I mean, at Influence Tree, you're doing great work helping influencers, entrepreneurs, and businesses really gain momentum with social media. But I think something that you mentioned is really important, just setting realistic expectations. So what I'm going to ask you today, Leonard, is what do you recommend for someone who is just starting out you know, with their social media and personal brand in 2017? Let's say they're not a tree yet, you know, because I love the analogy that you guys use at Influence Tree with trees and shrubs. Let's just say, I mean, they've got a pile of dirt, maybe a seed, 
and they want to start building their social media presence, what is one thing that you think is really important going forward in 2017? Well, here's the thing. Let's say you have a seed. Um, you're going to need to know what your landscape is going to look like. Yeah. First, before you even do that, you have to know how do other people perceive me as a seed right now. So you have to go out there and realize, John, what do you think of me? Write down the word on the post-it note. Um, Evan, what do you think of me? Write down the word. And go out there and talk to like 50, 100 people and get them all to like write down the word on a post-it note and hand it back to you. And you don't look at it when they give it to you. You maybe haven't put it in an envelope. Then when you're at home, you open up all the envelopes and look at them all and you're like, oh, this is how people perceive me today. But I thought people perceived me this way. So then you get to see where that disconnect is. You know what I mean? Yeah. And after you have that disconnect, you can see where you want to be and where you are now so you can see what you can work on to get there. The next thing is, let's say, John, you're a podcast host, for example, Mm -hmm. and that's your business. Um, What you're going to have to do is you're going to have to go out there and you're going to have to figure out what market you target. What market do you target, John? Yeah, so I target, you know, people who are in corporate America because that's where I used to be and that's the market that I'm really familiar with. People who aren't quite happy with their careers and know that there's more out there and that's one of the reasons why I love having people like you, Leonard, because you've done so many different things and you are doing so many different things. Okay, and what's the problem that these people are facing? I think it's fear. A lot of people have fear. A lot of people have doubt. A lot of people have imposter syndrome, which you talked a lot about on episode 77. And what kind of solution do you provide? The solution is to inspire our listeners to move forward by having inspiring people like you, Leonard, talk about their stories and how they've been able to do it, how they've been able to move forward, how they've been able to overcome lots of challenges, sometimes really dire ones, and they found the courage to really, really find their voice, their passion, and move forward. See, what you did right there is you identified your target market, you identified your problem or the problem they face, and the solution that you have to offer. A lot of people, they don't have this figured out, especially if you're just starting out. You're, you're into the game pretty far, so you have that figured out. But you can't really do anything until you figure out what those core elements are. So what you do is you break those down into three separate sentences. You combine them down into one sentence. Then you get them down to like about three words. Awesome. I love it. I absolutely love it. Leonard, you have given so much gold today on episode 100. And I know that a lot of our listeners are just kind of on the edge of their seats saying, Leonard, I want more. I want more. So how can our listeners, especially the ones who are looking to invest and really listeners, this is an investment. You know, this is something like buying a house, buying a car, renting an office building. Think of social media and your personal brand in the same context. So Leonard, how can our listeners reach out to you, learn more about you and connect with you? Sure. But before I get to that, back to that three sentences, one sentence and three words, what do you think about for you, the Oprah of podcasts. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'm flattered that that's. I'm flattered that's the label you're giving me. I love it. <laughs> Perfect. Well, to contact me, my email address is hello at leonardkim.com. 
Uh, you could email me about anything. Um, if you really want to go out there and you want to build out your personal brand and you need our help, my website is influencetree.com. That's I-N-F-L-U-E-N-C-E-T-R-E-E.com. On there, we have a course that teaches you everything you need to know. And if you're like, you know what, screw the course. I need you guys just to help me with everything. We could do all that too. It's just going to take a little more money. Um, then on top of that, if you just want in general advice about my life or if you want to see all the personal stuff that I've gone through, or talk, see me talk about my ex-girlfriend there's some random thing i have a website leonardkim.com <laughs> with all that on there <laughs> yeah and you've got balloons cupcakes sparkles it's really a great place I, we're gonna have it on the write-up leonard i want to thank you so much for taking time out of your hugely busy schedule to join us for episode 100 and for continuing to move forward and inspiring our listeners to do the same oh anytime and thank you so much for having me john it's always a party with you awesome Moving forward, listeners, we continue our 100th episode celebration with Mary Fernandez, who you may remember from Moving Forward, episode 88. Mary is a blogger, entrepreneur, fantastic podcaster, and content marketing strategist for Optin Monster. How are you today, Mary? I'm doing great and so excited. And congratulations well, thank on you. the 100th episode. Well, I am so thrilled to have you be part of this celebration. And I got so much out of our last conversation. And I know a lot of our listeners did. So thrilled to have you back. So Mary, since we last spoke, what have you been up to? How have you moved forward in 2016? And what do you have planned for 2017? Yes. Well, when I was last on the show, I was planning a new training program for entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. and that's now in production. So I'm very excited about that. Awesome. And I'm also developing a new um, SaaS for entrepreneurs, bloggers, and podcasters like yourself, which uh, we expect that to launch sometime next February. So that's what I've got going on for 2017. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And since this is airing in January, that's going to be just a couple of weeks away then. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, just stay tuned, guys. <laughs> yeah, well, this leads perfectly into, into my question for moving forward listeners to benefit. So when it comes to creating engaging content, Mary, what do you think will be most important for marketers, entrepreneurs, and influencers to focus on to really stand out in 2017? Well, I think if you really want to stand out in 2017, you've got to focus on writing pillar articles. So yeah. pillar articles are in-depth, useful pieces of content that basically form the cornerstones of your blog. So if you talk about like four to five main topics on your blog, then you should be focusing on creating one pillar article for each of those four to five topics and then all of your other content should support those pieces by going into even more depth on the finer details and, and referring back to the pillar articles for the big picture. So this way, your content is going to be so comprehensive and just so much better than everyone else's that you'll be able to rank above your competitors in Google and they'll have a hard time one-upping you on those pillar articles. Yeah, yeah. And, and one of the things that, that I've seen and I, I've spoken to other people about this is long-form content. I mean, that's really one of the keys to standing out. I mean, would you agree with that, Mary? Absolutely. And yeah, this is just basically a strategic form of long form content. So basically thinking about what are the main topics that I need to cover for my niche. And then I'm going to write a really long form article on that topic. And um, rather than uh, creating a bunch of different articles on that same topic, the this strategy means that you're just going to keep updating that one piece of content. So let's say like a couple months after you write it, you realize you can add more information to it. Go back 
um, add that to the article and then move the publish date forward so that it's like a fresh article, mm -hmm. but it's still the same article. You keep the same URL. Don't change your URL. So that way um, you don't lose any of your ranking in Google and you don't lose your um, your social share count either. Oh, that is fantastic. That's really, really great advice. And it basically turns that piece into a living document, one that can evolve, the one that can adapt, one that you can continue to add and build on. And I think that's fantastic as opposed to something that you may have written a couple of months ago where the information may not be as fresh. Exactly. Freshness is a really big factor in ranking in Google that people don't really think about as much, but it it does really play a big role and you can see a big boost in your in your uh in your spot on that on that page one if you just freshen the article. Yeah. And I love that. I love that tip that you gave for moving forward listeners. I mean, keep that URL, keep that slug the same so that you keep the same view count, you keep the same ranking, and then just add to the article and then update the date. So moving forward listeners, I mean, you've gotten some incredible knowledge bursts from Mary Fernandez today. Well, Mary, how can our listeners connect with you and learn all about the great work that you're doing in 2017? Thank you. Well, the, the best way to follow me and get access to all my best content marketing tips is by subscribing to my email newsletter at maryfernandez.co. And we will have all of that posted on our website and our write-up for episode 100. And moving forward, listeners, we'll also have a link to episode 88, where you can hear more of Mary's incredible knowledge bursts on content marketing, as well as her incredible story. I mean, she's got such a great story about how she got into content marketing. It's really a great journey. And Mary, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us to help celebrate our 100th episode with Moving Forward listeners. Thank you so much, John. And moving forward, listeners, we continue our 100th episode celebration with May Bush. You may remember May from episode 82 back in September of last year. May is an executive coach, speaker, author, and former chief operating officer for Morgan Stanley Europe. How are you today, May? I'm great, John. It's so exciting to be here with you for your 100th episode. Oh, May, it is awesome to have you. I'm so excited to have you back. So, May, what have you been up to since you were last on the show? Talk a little bit about you know how you've moved forward with your business and what you have planned uh, for 2017. Well, since we last spoke, uh, the big uh, thing that I've done is launched and delivered the Accelerate Your Career program, Congratulations. which was just, thank you so much. And thank you for um, also being at the beginning end of that. I remember when we last spoke, I was just launching it. And so now um, we've just, uh, we're just about to complete the program. And I'm looking forward to the 2017 version. And um, the other new news is just last week, I launched the Career Mastery Kickstart, which oh, wow. is a free event to help people get their new year off to a great start career-wise. Oh, awesome. That is so great. I'm so excited to hear all of that. And it looks like we have some great stuff to look forward to in 2017 from you. 
Absolutely. Stay tuned. (laughs) And May, this leads perfectly into my question for you. So as someone who has had an incredibly successful career and made the transition into entrepreneurship, I was wondering if you could share with our listeners one invaluable tip for growing your network or cultivating your network that you feel will be super important for our listeners in 2017. My one piece of advice for 2017 in terms of growing your network is to be strategic. Mm. And that's because whether you're in a corporate setting or you're, you're an entrepreneur, you are going to be extremely busy. Yeah. As you were saying, John, right? we are all all over it. So you really have to be strategic about how you use your time. And a few pieces of being strategic is first, it's easy for us to fall into the trap of doing what's easy for us and just networking with the people that we absolutely need in order to get our business done. Mm -hmm. But we really have to challenge ourselves to go beyond that. And uh, being strategic, I I would recommend that at the, we're at the start of the year. So uh, I'd recommend that you get your, we all get our stakeholders uh, put it out into a map. Oh, I wow. like to map the stakeholders. Yeah. yeah. And so you take a clean sheet of paper, put yourself at the middle and then do a 360 degree, you know, who's some senior people, people that are colleagues or peers, people that are junior and team members. And then on the other side is people that are external, say clients yeah. and just map out where you've got relationships, where you've got gaps and where you want to do some, um, beefing up of those relationships. So yeah, let's make 2017 the year of building trusted relationships, which is really what a network is. Oh, I love it. And moving forward, listeners, you've heard it from May. Incredible advice. So be strategic about your network, map it out, do that gap analysis, and don't just rely on what you're comfortable with. Start growing that network. It's one of the reasons why we have 10 incredible guests on episode 100, so that you can hear from all of these incredible people on how to grow your career, your business, and as you've heard from May, move that network needle. I absolutely love it. Well, May, for our listeners who want to work with you, how can they find out more about you and connect with you? The best is my website, maybush.com. And I look forward to welcoming everybody there. That's where you can sign up for my blog. And also I'm on uh, social media, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and on Twitter. And it's all, you know, Maybush. Awesome. Uh, except for Facebook, it's May, Bo- May Chen Bush. Awesome. And we'll have that posted on the write-up for episode 100, along with, moving forward listeners, a link to episode 82, where you can listen to May's full extraordinary career story. May, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to join us to celebrate episode 100 and to inspire our listeners to move forward as we're kicking off 2017. You are so welcome, John. I'm wishing you and everyone else a fabulous year. Thank you so much. And moving forward, listeners, we continue our 100th episode celebration with Joseph Bonner, who we just recently had on the podcast. Joseph, as you may know, is the host of the nationally syndicated radio show, The Joseph Bonner Show. He's a motivational speaker, runs a PR firm, and is founder of Legends Men's Magazine. Welcome back, Joseph. So great to have you as part of the 100th episode. 
Oh, man, you're so awesome. Thanks for inviting me, bro. I really appreciate you. Absolutely. Well, Joseph, I'm so excited. I just want to share all of the great stuff that you're doing. So talk a little bit about how you moved forward in your business and career in 2016. And what do you have planned for 2017? Oh, man, that's a great question, bro. Um, I, 2016 was a really big year for me. Um, I was able to um, double revenue for our um, national magazine um, in that one year. Wow. Also, at that same time is when we um, the radio show became nationally syndicated also in 2016, which is pretty awesome. And also, and also jumped into the TV um, hosting um, arena and you know, got my feet wet there. So it's been a great year. Yes. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the TV show because I, I think our listeners are going to be very excited to hear about it. Well, yeah. Um, well, I first started uh, to kind of break into the media TV world um, back in the days, like when I was, uh, I would say 17 years old when I first had my like guest appearance on, uh, I think, uh, was it a CBS television network um, show as like, a, um, like kind of just like weighing in on, you know, present issues. So this show that I'm doing now is more along the lines of investigative reporting. I'm active following up on stories behind mysterious, you know, missing persons cases, mysterious deaths, things of that nature. I'm just really um, just getting a chance to do some more investigative reporting and um, and then at the same time, provide that a mental and emotional support to the people that uh, I'll be interacting with, you know, since my background is in mental health. So. Yeah, that's great. And what inspired you to launch the show? Um, actually, you know, um, it's, it's been, it's kind of the same motivation that I had when I um, started my, um, radio show. It's definitely to, um, inspire to, to, to provide something for the community on a, on a national level that I feel is not being provided adequately yeah. or not being done in the way that, in the way that I would do it, which I feel could have a more positive and impact on individuals. And so I think there's a lot of um, stories out there that are morally made, I guess you could say majorly geared towards the, the gore and the, and the, and the, and the, and the storyline where I'm, I'm definitely looking for a storyline, but definitely also there to support um, the individuals who are going through these trials and difficulties to make sure that they know that people haven't forgotten about their story and that they do have the emotional and mental support available even through our show. So that's kind of the, the, the angle that I'm taking. This. Oh, that's fantastic. And where can our listeners find your show? Um, well, the radio, sh well, obviously the radio show is on iHeartRadio, um, and soon to be on iCast Radio Network, which is a new radio network that I've launched. Congratulations. Actually. Um, thank you, bro. Um, but for the TV show, that will be in Netflix. And so we're actually, um, and I guess you can say, uh, <laughs> um, production phase right now, just getting everything together, getting our stories lined up and, um, planning on a shooting schedule and all that good stuff. So. That's great. And so by the time this airs, I mean, we, we could expect all of these great things for you throughout 2017. Yeah, absolutely. And people can still like to become involved. People who want to still sponsor, um, the Joseph Bonner reports that will be on Netflix. All that's available online on, on the Joseph Bonner show.com. There's all links and all that kind of fun That's stuff. That's great. And we'll have that on the write-up. Joseph, one of the great things about you is that you are building incredible media platforms, podcasting, print, and now television to inspire your audience. So I, I was wondering, can you share one tip for our listeners on how to forge great relationships and impact people through media? I think um, you actually are a good example of this, John. And because um, it's, it's con the, the key word I would say is consistency. Yeah. So you can have a great and powerful message, but if your message is only being heard once every three months, I mean, your people are going to forget about you. I mean, yeah. Especially 
a fast-paced media world. So not only do you need to be able to inspire and encourage, but you need to do so on a regular, consistent basis so that you're staying relevant and that people are recognizing that you're, that you're, that you're going to be there when they need you the most. And I think that if you're a media um, source or desiring to reach out to the media field, you need to make sure that your audience recognizes that not only are you here for that that trending story, but that you're going to be here for them when they need you next week and the week after, things of that nature. Yeah, and you are also just a fantastic example of that. I mean, getting involved in so many different media uh, platforms, it's not easy. I mean, you launching it is one thing, but sticking with it and being consistent, that's really where the long game comes in. And so that's great advice for our listeners. Thank you for sharing that, Joseph. Thank you, bro. And how can our guests learn more about you and connect with you um man i mean <laughs> online i guess <laughs> <laughs> you're all over the place i know all over the place, man i mean just connect facebook twitter instagram joseph bonner yeah um yeah man i'm, I'm out there so if you reach out then hopefully you know i'll, I'll get a chance to to see that and, and reach back out to you yeah and you, and you were so awesome about doing that and that's another tip that i think uh people can learn from you is that you you respond to all of your your listeners and your followers you're just really gracious and i, I, I it's something that i really respect and admire about you thanks bro i really 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 try like i really try because i mean i know how it is i know how it is to be on the other end of that where people are you're trying to reach out to people and you never get a response. And I, you know, I, I just don't want to be that person, you know? So I, if I don't respond to you, that means either I got, I didn't see your message or my team didn't see your message, but you know, first you don't succeed. Try, try again. Yeah. Yeah. Always follow up. I think that's great. And moving forward listeners, you can check out Joseph's incredible story on moving forward to episode 98, which we'll also have posted as part of the hundredth episode write up. Joseph, Thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy schedule to join us today to be part of Moving Forward's 100th episode celebration. Um, It's always a pleasure with you, John. Always, bro. Welcome, Carol. How are you today? I am wonderful, John. How are you? I'm doing great. And moving forward, listeners, Carol McCown, the amazing Carol McCown, CEO of Raise Global Services and Raise Energy Solutions, who, if you've been following the show, you may remember from episode 57. So, Carol, I'm so excited you're part of our 100th. And I'm excited to ask you, what have you been up to? How have you moved forward since you were last on the show? Well, the way we always move forward is through innovation. We have taken on some very, very interesting, innovative products in Raise Energy uh, to help not only energy savings, but water savings, which Mm. is such a big deal, especially out in the West Coast and in uh, Arizona, New Mexico, and in the warmer climates. Oh, that's fantastic. And Carol, tell us a little bit about what you have planned for this year for 2017. We're planning growth. We are looking forward to working with large uh, corporations, communities around the globe, and, and in fact, moving to help countries. And so that's very exciting for us, especially uh, helping people become more energy efficient and create alternative power generation. Oh, that is awesome. I love the work that you're doing. And that actually leads perfectly into my question for you, since you're coming in on one of my favorite sections on mindset. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. So a lot of our listeners now, as they're moving forward in 2017, maybe thinking about making the entrepreneurial leap. I know that when we had you on the show last, I mean, you shared a lot of your story and you've done amazing things from having a photography business 
business to sportswear for women, and now all the work that you're doing with Rays. So some of our listeners may be thinking about making that leap this year. And I was wondering, and I'm excited to ask you, share with our listeners one attribute or skill that you think is absolutely essential when it comes to having the right mindset as an entrepreneur. Uh, the number one thing any entrepreneur has to have is endurance. Yeah. yeah. It is not easy. It is, uh, you have to be determined and you have to be patient and you can't expect things to happen quickly. Mm, you have I to continue it. working, continue going toward the goal, but it is a, not a fast journey. Yeah. And, and Carol, because you've, you've been on this journey for a long time, and I know you've faced lots of challenges and some setbacks in your career, as well as many incredible successes. What has carried you through the difficult times when you, know, when you had those challenges as an entrepreneur? Because my overarching purpose was something much higher than making money. Yeah. I have, it's a movement for me. I'm driven by purpose. And that's what's made the difference and what makes me keep going because I know at the end of the day, I'm going to make a difference. Absolutely. I love it. And Carol, I mean, you expressed that so beautifully on episode 57. I'm so glad you're here to share it on episode 100. Moving forward, listeners. Remember, if you're going to make that entrepreneurial leap, it's a long journey. It's not about a quick fix. It's not about a quick rise. And I love what Carol has shared, that it is about having a purpose. It's not just about turning a quick buck. It's about living a purpose. And Carol, I know you do that every single day. And so for our listeners who want to learn more about the amazing work that you're doing, who may want to connect with you, especially the business leaders who are listening to this, how can they find out more about all of the great work with Ray's and make a connection with you? Oh, thank you for that opportunity. Um, the best place to see or read about us is on our websites. We have our corporate site, which is raiseglobalservices.com, and our energy site, which is raiseenergysolutions.com. And that's raise is R-A-I-S-E, like to lift up. Awesome. And we will have all of that on the write-up for episode 100, as well as a link moving forward, listeners, to episode 57, so you can learn more about Carol's amazing story. Carol, I want to thank you so much for taking time out of your super, super busy schedule to join us today so that our listeners can move forward. Thank you. It is always my pleasure. And moving forward, listeners, we continue our 100th episode celebration with Ian Chu, who you may remember from episode 92. Ian is a director and consultant at Impact. He's also a TEDx speaker who has been featured in many different publications, including Fortune, Time, Forbes, Entrepreneur, and Business Insider, to name just a few. How are you, Ian? Thank you so much for coming on for our 100th episode celebration. Yeah, well, thanks for having me. I'm, uh, I'm excited. How do you feel? <laughs> oh, I love having you on the show, Ian. Always fun to have you and to speak with you. And I, I love catching up with you. So, Ian, I'm excited. Since uh, we last spoke, what have you been up to and what do you have planned for 2017? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, it's funny, John. Like, we spoke last time and I, I talk a lot about, you know, uh, moving forward with anxiety in your career or your, your business. And so one of the things that I actually discovered was that, you know, like, hey, like, why not actually I launch a course or, or write more on this topic and yeah. just, uh, you know, share more experiences around that. And, and it's, 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 it's amazing how things align. And I was, I was talking to my sales coach actually uh, a week ago, and he was like, well, why don't you niche this and go into this area and do some consulting around that? And I'm like, 
yeah, like, why not? <laughs> oh, that's cool. So like things, yeah, I'm gonna move towards move towards more coaching, and then um, yeah, potentially a course around like anxiety and how do you transcend that in your career or business. Oh, that is fantastic, and Ian, that actually leads perfectly into our next question for moving forward, listeners. So you're you're getting from Ian Chu today. You're gonna get a little sneak preview of what's gonna be in his upcoming course and his coaching session. So. Ian, I want you to share a tip with our Moving Forward listeners for overcoming social anxiety or fear of public speaking that can help our listeners move forward, especially when it comes to giving presentations or public speaking. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's uh, another good question. So what I would say would be helpful to – so there's two things. One, like even – I think it's before and during. So before you go on the stage, like it's um, – it's helpful to know how many folks you're talking to and just like mm. setting expectations for yourself mentally, right? And so you want to start with something pretty small. So that, that's a bit unrelated to the question, but I think you want to know what you can take mm-hmm. <laughs> mentally before you go into that situation. So it's one thing. And when you're on the stage, like if you're feeling anxious or just right before the speech, you're feeling like scared, uh, what I would do is that I would just like... Um, uh, focus on my breathing. Yes, and that yes. that goes back to like being mindful. And, and it's not that you would. <laughs> it's not like you're gonna solve your anxiety like right away, you know, by breathing, you're noticing your breathing. But that helps you stay a bit grounded and definitely uh, rather than going all into like panic mode. So yeah, and that's something that I, I've coached individuals on public speaking, and that's the first thing I cover with them. And a lot of times, that's where the anxiety comes from, is because you've got that adrenaline rushing, you've, your mind is racing, and all of a sudden that panic hits, and then it really impacts your breathing. So focusing on your breathing, and I love that advice too. Like know your audience before before you even begin. I think those are two pieces of great advice. Yeah, because I think that fundamentally, like, anxiety is all about, like, you know, not knowing something and you're scared of something, right? So, how do you cut down on that? And, and, I mean, there's a lot of tips, you know, you can can, can go for, but I think the most uh, pragmatic one is, like, you know, actually, you know, try to reduce the the uh, unknowns and then from there as much as you can like figure out what you are going into and and ian do you find this i find that if i make as much of a connection as i can with my audience like humanize my audience don't just see it as like 50 people or 100 people but try to make eye contact with as many people as you can and really develop an interpersonal connection even if it's just for a few seconds that can also help with the anxiety do you find that as well uh, yeah, well, I think the thing is like um, fo- focus on the positive. Like, I mean, a lot of people look at like the crowd and they're like, "Oh, why is that crowd? Why is that uh, that man frowning at me?" And then then you just go into like uh, a, a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of anxiety. So I think what you do instead, like like you say, I think it's fantastic. You know, focus on you know the, the someone's eyes or someone that's smiling, and then you know build a connection from there. You know, even like for five seconds, and then from there. That's where you start to really pace yourself well and really share your story. Yeah. And, and moving forward, listeners, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's really making that connection with your audience. I think Ian has shared some really great tips. Well, Ian, how can our listeners connect with you, learn more about your work, especially your upcoming course and your coaching program? Yeah, so I'm going to use uh, ianchu.com, so I-A-N-C-H-E-W at the com, And so that's where I'm going to post most of my updates. But um, yeah, I am not. <laughs> I'm, I'm not actually not active on social media, <laughs> but well, uh, that's you're, my, you're my a busy guy. So I know. <laughs> so, your, <laughs> so your website would be the best place for our listeners to go. 
Right. Yeah, that's, that's correct. Yeah, and we'll have that posted on the write-up. And moving forward, listeners, I definitely encourage you, if you haven't already, take a listen to episode 92, where Ian and I talk about his story, his amazing journey, and his knowledge bursts. If you want to learn more about being a more confident, authoritative public speaker, Ian, I want to thank you so much for joining us today, taking time out of your busy schedule. And I know there's a time zone difference and everything, so I really appreciate you making this time to share your experiences with our listeners awesome well i'm i'm more happy to like it's it's uh you know it's it's great it's great to, to talk to uh, someone who asks like amazing questions so i'm, I'm happy to be on the show oh, all well, the time. thank you i mean i couldn't think of a better way to celebrate our hundredth by having amazing people like yourself so thank you so much ian thank you and moving forward listeners there you have it 10 incredible guests 10 sets of knowledge bursts in five areas story career social media and content networking mindset go to bemovingforward.com you'll find the full write up with links to the past episodes that these guests have appeared on you've gotten what is probably several thousand dollars worth of advice from 10 extraordinary individuals leaders in their field who have given you incredible advice to move forward. And that's what this show is all about. I want to thank you so much for joining us for episode 100. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. And remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.